0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. With Welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of John McGinnis. Welcome especially to the church, and William and Patrick, and all members of the family who are here with us. Welcome also to all those who will be joining us in the audio recording Later on in the day, too. Many family and family friends would have liked to have been here but are unable to be here because of the pandemic. They send their love and prayers to this family that are gathered here in this church today and they are sorry that they are unable to be here with you but are very close to you on this day of your loss. John himself, as you know, lived a very long life and uh, for most of that life was well, fit and independent. Today we bring him here to this church, to this church that he would have been so familiar with in his youth, so near Newton, where he grew up with his family, which is very well known in this area. It seems appropriate to bring him back to this area here, where his life began and where he grew up. And it is a kind of homecoming to a place that he knew, to people where he was own, to streets that he walked on. But it signifies to a greater homecoming, to God who gave him life and who promised him in his turn an eternal life. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord, have mercy.
1: mercy.
0: And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication, That your servant John, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God in our side, Who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? And when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Word of the Lord. You, Lord. The response to the Psalm is The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall, the is shepherd, yes, I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. He guides me along the right path. He is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff, and with these you give me comfort. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil, and my cup is overflowing.
1: Surely goodness and
0: kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. Please stand for the Gospel. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Not many of us can hope to live to be 93 years of age, but that was the age that John was fortunate enough to live to. He was born in an early part of the 20th century, lived through the Second World War, lived to see great changes, lived into a new millennium and 20 years into a new century. There is no sense, therefore, in which his life has been cut short nor that he didn't live to see many things. He lived a long life in which he was able to do many things and to pass many milestones. And as time went by, his life simply stretched out and crossed into many years. I'm sure that it felt to all as if he would always be here. But there comes a time, doesn't there, when life itself has to end That moment in which the shadows lengthen, that moment came for John quickly just a couple of days ago. Faith, as you will know, was an important part of his life, a great faith all of his days. He experienced what St. Paul says in today's reading, faith is a strength, faith is a consolation and faith is a great grace in life, a light that lights up the darkness. For some, as you'll know, faith is a puzzle, but not for him, for it was simple as breathing the air. God was with him, God would guide him, God would be his strength, and in the end, God would lead him home. Today, as we gather here, we console ourselves that he is indeed home, that he has reached the destination, that he is united in the love of God, and he is with those that he loved here on earth just a few bits and pieces about John's life today he was born on the 12th of March 1927 third eldest of eight sons born to his parents James and Jane They lived in the miners Rose in Dunlop Street alongside the extended family of aunts and uncles and cousins times were hard And as as a youngster, he had two jobs, delivering milk and bread before school and soaping faces in the barbers after school. These jobs were done to help his parents. Young days growing up in the village were golden years in his memory that he returned to and often spoke about in later life, for he belonged to a fine community in which everyone supported one another and his mind was often filled with good memories of these days. Many in that community, as you will know, worked down the pit, for it was a mining village. His own father and his two elder brothers were themselves miners. He chose instead to go to the army, and thereafter to work as an electrician in what we would now know as the Scottish Power, until his retirement. In 1950, he began dating his future wife while on home leave from the army. There is a story apparently told in the family that he couldn't make a date one uh, time with her, sent his brother to collect her and to bring her to Westbourne. She must have been very trusting, for she went along with him. Both himself and Esther married at St Charles's, e. Newton on the 31st of October 1953 sharing the same wedding date as his parents. They were to have three children, James and Anne and William, and they lived in the east end of the city where Esther herself had come from, and they were both devoted parishioners at St Michael's and Sacred Heart. They were themselves in no great sadness with the death of their son, James, who died in 1978, just 24 years of age. He had leukemia, Contracted German measles and died. It was a great tragedy for the family, for parents, and for Anne and William. Family life was important to John and his wife Esther. They were close to their family, visited their parents and family members over the years. They both loved holidays at Solcoats and Blackpool were places that they loved particularly and they often dreamed of retiring to Blackpool but never did. John himself knew the great sadness when his wife of 55 years died in 2008. He missed her every day since. He moved from his home in the east end of the city to be close to his daughter and son-in-law in in Carmel. His health was good but he had a fall uh, recently, broke, broke his hip, uh, and was not so good thereafter, stopped going out, and the infections uh, came more regularly. He died very peacefully on the 23rd of June, uh, the same date as Anne's 65th birthday, 23rd of July, sorry. It's a great loss uh, for the family. He was a much-loved father. To Anne and William, and father-in-law uh, to Jimmy and Elaine, and grandfather to Tracy, Paula, James, Ryan and Kyle, and a much-loved brother to Pat. He was greatly loved and respected in the family and also amongst friends as well. He was a person who loved company and was warm-hearted, kind and generous. And both himself and his wife Esther were a wonderful and inspiring couple. It's good to bring him here to St. Bride's, to a church known and well loved to him. Later, when the restrictions are lifted, we will have a fuller mass in which the family and friends are present. May God bless uh, John today for his kindness. May God reward him for his generosity and the warmth of his love for others. And may he know peace and blessings as he passes from this life, and may his life and good example be a strength to family in times now and in times to come. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant our supplication, we pray, O Lord, that this sacrifice may benefit your departed servant, since through its offering you have loosened the offences of all the world. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you.
1: Lift up your hearts.
0: Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven... We worship you constantly in earth and before you without end we acclaim Holy, 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 holy Lord, Lord God of hosts Heaven and the earth, earth are full Lord, of your glory Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest Please be seated You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember John, whom you have called from this world to yourself, Grant that he who is united with your son in death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. those of you that wish to receive Holy Communion today, I ask you to remain standing and for those that don't wish to receive Holy Communion, I ask you please to be seated. this sacrifice, we pray, O Lord, benefit the soul of your servant, John, so that he who received the sacrament of Christ's mercy may enter into his company together with your saints. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
1: Amen.